All right, uh, sir. Well, um, here we have the new costume designs for Halloween. Uh, these are the adult women's costumes. I thought you might want to take a look. Uh, first up, here we have the Scheherazade costume. You know, very uh, very Arabian Nights, very belly dancer. Yes, yes, that's good. That's a very good one. Yes, okay. Approved. Yes, yes, yes. All right, and then over here we have the sassy pirates. Uh, short skirts, exposed midriff, uh, clothes that look like they've been torn by the weather. Oh, yes, yeah, that's very good. That's very good. And um, and over here we have uh, a, the cupcake. It's uh, very much... Oh, where, where, what's going on with this one? Well, it's, uh, it's a cupcake costume, sir. I mean, I like that the legs are exposed, but what is this? What, is it, what am I looking at here? Well, it's the, it's the shape of a cupcake. Hmm... Can we make it sexier? The cupcake? You want to make the cupcake sexier? Well, I mean, it's most. I mean, the legs are mostly exposed. That's that's pretty sexy. Yeah, no one cares about legs anymore. Well, can we make this cupcake sexier? I um, I uh, uh okay. Uh, well, we could um, okay. What if we? Okay, hear me out here. What if we just do this? Sir, the doodle you're drawing there it implies that you would it would basically be a woman in a g-string with a couple of cupcakes covering her breasts. Yeah, no, it's genius. It's genius. Make sure this isn't every Halloween store that there is. Yes, sir, you are the boss. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to Ruben Uncut. Today's special topic, Halloween, also known as Anti-Christmas. Today, I'll be talking about your annual reminder that Halloween is also terrible. And it's not just Christmas. I know, I know, I know. It's the edgy, cool thing to love Halloween instead of Christmas. I get it. Halloween's sluttier. It's, we all... That's is that still cool now? Society, blatant, blatant sexualization. Are we still down with that? It feels like it's becoming less popular, which is disappointing. Provided sexualization is, of course, respectful and consensual. But come on, I don't know where I was going with this. The point is. The point is, I have noticed a trend, which is that the edgy, cool thing is to like Halloween and hate Christmas. And typically when people say, and when typically if you ask someone why they hate Christmas, they'll give you some, I mean, they're, they'll give you the basic rundown. The first one being is, you know, they're Jehovah's Witnesses and they hate all the holidays. But <clears throat> the more common ones will be things like, oh, Christmas is too commercial. Christmas is too corporate. It's all been 
It's all, it doesn't mean anything anymore. It's all just meaningless commercialism. Which is an interesting complaint from people who like Halloween. We'll get to because the first thing I would say that's wrong with Halloween is that if you think that Halloween is somehow morally superior to Christmas because Christmas is uh, corporate, well, I have some unfortunate news for you. Halloween just is corporate. There's a massive Halloween industrial complex. They come in and they put up their Halloween stores that uh, basically exist from the end of summer until the until you know right around the the time Thanksgiving starts after they've cleared out all the excess merch. Which I can't lie, there's I can't lie to you. Going to a Halloween a Halloween store after Halloween is over to get cheap Halloween stuff. I mean, that's fun for everybody. I don't hate Halloween. I'm just pointing out the fact that I think Halloween is kind of hypocritical. First of all, it is it is a largely connected to the costume industry. The Halloween costume industry specifically. This is an industry that is wrought with, uh, well, copyright infringement, if you care about that sort of thing. Blatant sexualization of women. And of course, cheap, shoddily made in sweatshop clothing. Let's give it up for Halloween stores and the costume industrial complex. Which China, by the way, is starting to get in on. We're going to see more and more Halloween costumes from uh, from overseas. Friend of mine just got his co- just ordered his uh, Black Adam costume, a surprisingly hard to get costume from uh some cosplay company in uh in in Yao in uh Wuhan. I almost said Yahweh and that's that's not right. <laughs> Sorry god. <clears throat> but uh whether or not that uh that costume comes back with covid or not, who knows. The point is is that uh I doubt it was legally I doubt it was properly licensed. <laughs> so here so let's talk about this. So have you ever seen a Halloween costume catalog? I looked at a Halloween costume catalog one time, and I gotta be honest, like the first thing that occurred to me is that like literally the conversations that Halloween cost the Halloween costume designers and like executives at these Halloween costume companies have got to be asking themselves anytime someone suggests a women a costume for women is but can we make it fuckable can we make this a slutty version and they'll do it with anything like literally in this one costume catalog i was looking at they had fucking candy corn costumes now in in women's costumes there's like a weird tear thing going on you got your small child uh which is just adorable long socks long dress no elbows showing keep them warm then you go up to your teenage level costume and this is where things start to get interesting 
the stocks now just come up over the knees. Uh, the the skirt now comes up above the knee, just above or just below the knee. Maybe the elbow is showing. There's more skin. This person, this child is, this teenager is going to be cold. But they are currently on the line to the adult model, the slutty version. So you got the slutty version, which may or may not have an exposed midriff. Adult women get to freeze to death, apparently. The, the older women get, the less concerned we are if, if they are cold. But you got the potentially exposed midriff. The skirt is now a is now a mini skirt. The socks are either now wet, are either borderline non-existent or they've been replaced by some type of sexy stockings. And of course, elbow coverage is nowhere to be seen. It's practically a candy corn tank top. Because yes, in case you forgot, the costume I'm describing to you is a candy corn. Literally, they got the child, the teen, the slutty candy corns. And this pattern repeated throughout the catalog for all women slash girls costumes. The cost, the it even had, I'm not making this up, slutty Mario and Luigi costumes for the women who. <laughs> In fairness, you know what? I like this. Co this costume is actually maybe more relevant now because, like, these are like gender fluid Mario and Luigi, okay? Because they're designed because the costumes are designed to emphasize their uh, the female physique of the wearer, while at the same time comes with a mustache. Still comes with a mustache. So who knows? Back when I first saw this, my first question was, what gender is this character supposed to be? Now I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It doesn't matter. This is gender fluid Mario and Luigi. Their genders are Mario and Luigi. Are they incredibly fuckable? Yes. I don't know whose executive decision that was, but it happened. They did have overalls, although I guess technically they're more like jumpers. So this is the thing that Halloween does. And, you know, I'm torn on it because on the one hand, you know, like I'm a, I'm a red blooded dude. My generation, the millennials were fairly sex positive. I'm not 100 percent against this type of fun activity of dressing up as sexy as you can, provided you're not going to get hypothermia. Don't die out there. There's some. Frozen whores in this house. It's it's hard to have wet ass pussy when it's frozen shut. I am so sorry. I just started riffing and that's where it went. It started with the frozen ass whores in this house thing. If you don't know that song that I'm referencing, you're one of my older listeners. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, moving right along. So I do. So while I do think. It's it's fine that adults want to dress up in suggestive, uh, sexy costumes for Halloween. I think that's actually pretty dope. However, it does really super creep me out when I look through the magazine and see that there's basically like a weird sexualization pipeline leading to this adult slutty costume. Like, what's that about? Isn't that weird? Like... Like, yeah, it 
super fucking weird. At least I think it's super fucking weird. So let's bring it down. You're like, okay, Ruben. The costume industry is not great. They probably use sweatshops and, and cheap le- labor. But what if I want to buy my my costumes uh, from some from some dope cosplayer on Etsy? I mean, I guess that's cool until that person gets arrested. Uh, or rec- I'm joking. They won't get arrested. They'll get a cease and desist order. Um, that's that's how that shit works. You gotta make you gotta make your baby Yodas, sell them. As fast as you can before Disney's lawyers get noticed you're on Etsy. That's how it that's how it works. That's that's that career, that's the Etsy grind. But uh if you want to do that, that's cool. And actually I would I encourage you to do that if you want to get yourself a expensive ass Halloween costume. Or make your own. That'll really stick it to the man. If you just started making your own with your own materials. Although in that scenario, Joanne Fabrics wins. Do we still have Joanne Fabrics or Michaels? You know what? Fuck it. Just, just go anywhere but Hobby Lobby. You know, those other places are also probably super creepily Christian, but they just hide it better. No, that's not true. I'm sure at least one of them is owned by witches. <laughs> Come on. How is the, are there no pagan craft stores? You tell me no one's up, no one's running one of those. It seems like a missed opportunity for which for which arts and crafts missed opportunity. Is that where I was going with that the whole time? You'll never know. The other thing is, is that like at the end of the day, one of the biggest corporations, all the biggest industry, all tied up and and guaranteed to make mad profits off of Halloween. Is actually the same industry that get that is the primary propagator and profiteers of such holidays as, of course, Valentine's Day, Easter, and of course, the King of the Mall, Christmas. I am, of course, talking about the candy industrial complex. That's right, the candy industrial complex. And yes, I do believe that the candy industrial complex is questionable enough to call them the candy industrial complex. Although, to be fair, that's a gross oversimplification. Everyone in the candy industrial complex is actually part of the food industrial complex. But the thing you know their name most from is candy. Let's give it up for Nestle, one of the most evil companies in the world. Absolute dog-ass, dog-shit people. Let's give a round of applause for the people who made the UN declare water not a human right, but a human need. Fuck that corporation and their candy bar and their delicious evil candy bars. I don't know if you've ever seen the. There's a famous interview with the head of Nestle from a uh, a few years ago, and it's an aston and it's an astonishing that he's such a. They are such terrible human beings it's astonishing and one has to wonder if they're just so evil they don't realize it or if they genuinely just like don't fucking care or don't or or can't see it they they're like they don't even understand how fucking evil they are in the interview this dude literally argues that people don't have a right to water 
which is huge for Nestle because beyond candy, that's where they make a lot of their other money is just stealing water from places and selling it back to the people that live there. Then you got all the shit they've done with baby formula, including including pushing it on African mothers who really can't afford it, resulting in hundreds of I don't know the actual numbers, but it's a lot of babies every year dying from uh, from trying to make Nestle uh, Nestle uh, baby formula with dirty ass water when they have perfectly clean breast milk that would have been available if if they hadn't gotten their child hooked on Nestle baby formula long enough to get there for their milk supply to run out for their breast to stop producing milk from not breastfeeding. Cause that's exactly the amount of free baby formula Nestle was giving to mothers in Africa, knowing that it would force them to get hooked on the stuff. And they would just think it was good for their babies. Thousands of babies have died in Africa because of this. And yet Nestle continues to be one of the giant corporations in the world. And Halloween is one of theirs. It every time you every time you get a a Nestle Butterfinger or or any Nestle brand candy in your candy thing in your candy basket, that's who it's that's the type of people you're supporting. The people who bought that candy and then put it in your kid's bag are supporting a company that is known for things like incredibly terrible sales practices with baby formula, this water theft and the manipulation of Amer- of human rights across the globe. And of course, oh wait, and of course the candy itself is made from chocolate harvested by child labor. Let's give it up for fucking Nestle, the worst people in the world. No, 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 hold your applause, hold your applause. No, actually, you know what? More applause, because they earned it. They're that fucking evil. They are legitimately bad people. Their company's practices are genuinely terrible. And their attitude is mind-bending. Literally, in this same interview, there is a whole segment where the guy is explaining how Nestle is really the good guys, because, you know, the world needs people like Nestle. Because without people like Nestle, who would make all the jobs? He then proceeds to take the documentarians on on a on a tour of their facility, where at one point they stop to look at a camera uh, that shows a Japanese um, warehouse that is a, almost a hundred percent automated with robots, and then proceeds in this same interview technically after just saying how important Nestle was for making jobs in this same interview stops to say how great the future will be when they've eliminated all the jobs with fucking robots like the like the the amount the the lack of self-awareness in this situation just blows my fucking mind these people these people nestle companies like nestle are the worst they are bad people although to be fair unless you were 
unless all your chocolate says fair trade on it, there's no way for you to know that a child didn't die making it. And that's a reality of our capitalist world, by the way, because a a shockingly large amount of the world's chocolate is made with child and slave labor. Children literally dying in the hot African sun for pennies a day. This is the dream of capitalism. This is the dream of unchecked market interests where nothing is as important as profits. And yes, these people are directly connected to what I'm calling once again the candy industrial complex. They promote holidays constantly, including bullshit holidays like Sweetest Day. I swear to God, if I start seeing Sweetest Day candy, not cool. The truth is, is that every holiday is just waiting for an opportunity to make candy part of its deal. I'm sure that's what the candy industrial complex is waiting for. A lot of people also say they hate Christmas because Christmas keeps expanding, keeps pushing out. Well, guess what? Halloween's been doing that, too. Halloween is getting closer and closer to August. If you haven't noticed it, it's because you're a Halloween fanatic who's living for that shit. But it's a reality. More and more time is being taken up by Halloween. Halloween and Christmas are going to eat the calendar if we let them. Why? Because they are almost definitely some of the most profitable holidays there are. The amount of money made by Halloween... Let's find this out right now. In 2019, the holiday of Halloween was worth $8.8 billion. In 2022, consumers in the United States expected to spend an all-time high of $10.6 billion on Halloween. Compared to 2021, this is an increase of about half a billion dollars. Which means even during COVID, we spent $10 billion on Halloween, which was up a mind-bending over a whole billion more than was spent in 2019. And actually, 2018 was worth $9 billion. That's fucking wild. Let's check Christmas. Okay, I don't have the most recent numbers, but let's see what we got here. In 2019... $718 billion was spent on Christmas. Okay. Okay, Christmas is still the king. Christmas is still the largest. I mean, that makes sense. Presents cost a lot more than... You have to buy a lot more cast. You have to buy a lot more presents and decorations. Uh, Well, not necessarily more decorations. That's more of a personal choice. But the average person is going to have to spend more money on more expensive Christmas gifts than they are going to have to spend on candy or or costumes. I don't know why I said those words like that. Uh, you know what? But now I want to know how much does how much is Easter worth? Oh. That is way more money. 
what? Whoa, okay. I am surprised. Easter apparently is a lot more like what? According to this, Easter total related spending expected in 2022 on Easter is 208. I'm sorry, not 200. 20 point eight billion dollars i really thought that halloween was gonna be beating easter i don't know what the fuck people are spending on easter like my like literally in my mind i like i thought easter might be trailing valentine's day i did not see that one coming uh east the candy industrial complex i mean this is not necessarily specifically on candy but i i just you know like part of me feels like no we have to spend how much is spent on Easter candy specifically? Okay, so okay, so Easter candy specifically makes up 2.4 billion of that. What? How does that only make up that amount? How is that, how are people on average spending $170 per person celebrating Easter? I don't understand. Who spends that much money? How? How how many kids you got to have spend $170? On Easter, like, what do you do for Easter? How much does egg kits cost? I don't understand. Well, that that totally blows my mind. I'm okay. We're not we're not done checking holidays though. Valen, I'm gonna check Halloween candy specifically. Also, what? Okay, I'm actually not entirely surprised by this. Man, I I'm gonna double check the Halloween numbers because I how is Halloween behind Valentine's Day? Well, I mean, I guess Val Valentine's Day has to be because of like people going on trips or something. Cause it's twenty three point nine billion, which is more than Easter. Um this is this is actually a, a rabbit hole I didn't anticipate. Uh it's kind of blowing my mind. Like I I figured Halloween had to be number two. Like, I can't think of a of a holiday that I people get more excited for than Halloween and Christmas. Like, who the fuck cares? Who who cares about Easter? Like, like I, I feel like the thing about Halloween and 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 Christmas, even though they have like religious origins, they 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 are much more they have a much more level of secular success than Easter. So I'm I'm kind of just absolutely flabbergasted by the fact that Easter is well i mean easter's behind valentine's day but which is not surprising because i think it i mean hotels right that's got to be one of the costs i'm looking at here uh but also it's it's uh people are expected to pay spend five more dollars on halloween than uh easter okay hold on we gotta check i'm gonna check halloween again because like i don't like i feel like this this can't be right right and we're also going to check Halloween candy. How is... What is so expensive on Easter that this is happening? Okay, I want to check... Okay, where where's candy specifically? Oh, how much is the Halloween industry worth? Oh, the Halloween industry is worth $10.6 billion. How is it worth less? Which holidays generate the most money? Wait. What? That what Labor Day produces twenty six point two billion dollars? How does this work? 
in 2020, Labor Day produced $33 billion. I don't. How does Labor Day make money? What what do we do on Labor Day? What are we spending money on? Oh, I see in 2020, Halloween was actually only $8 billion. So it was down $0.8 billion from the previous year. And for Halloween, Thanksgiving makes approximate... Thanksgiving in 2020 is the most recent numbers that I have listed here, made $5.1 billion. I mean, that's got to be mostly food. I mean, I guess Christmas has like everything, like people going on trips, people buying presents, people buying people buying food, people buying candy, people buying like I, I guess I guess that's why that makes that that makes sense that Christmas dwarfs everything because of just how many goddamn pizza uh, moving pieces and parts there are for Christmas. So that makes that makes sense, I think. But this this Labor Day thing is what the fuck is that? Like, how does Labor Day make money? Oh, it's okay. This is this is specifically from shopping. I guess Labor Day is a crazy big year, for, crazy big time for shopping. Okay, all right. Uh, so this is how much money people spend on those holidays. Okay, so in twenty. Okay, so yeah, in twenty twenty, these are the most recent. These are from the National Retail Federation. In twenty twenty, Christmas made seven. Hundred and seventy-seven point three billion dollars. Thanksgiving made five point one billion dollars. Halloween in twenty twenty made uh, eight billion dollars, although it's estimated to make ten billion dollars this year. Labor Day made thirty-three point nine billion dollars on twenty twenty. Like that is that online? Sh- it has to be online shopping. July fourth, six point five billion dollars. I wonder how many how much of that is fireworks retail. Father's Day. Oh, Father's Day is worth significantly less than Mother's Day. Father's Day, 17 billion. Uh Mother's Day, 28.1 billion. I don't understand. I personally have spent more on Halloween <laughs> than several of the holidays that people apparently spend more money on. Easter in 2020 was 21.7 billion dollars valentine's day was 27.4 billion dollars wow okay so wow my my some of my theories on retail here just blown like is candy just cheap is candy that cheap like what about we gotta look up how much this candy specifically halloween candy specifically i need to know how much money is spent on Halloween candy each year? Okay, so I just have to assume it's the candy is cheap as hell because candy makes up barely makes candy makes up less than fifty percent of how much is spent on Halloween. Uh, let's see here. In twenty twenty two, the estimated amount spent on candy is three point one billion. Okay, so that's apparently I've been ranting about the evils of the candy industry, and even though they are hooked up and making money off of all the holidays apparently apparently candy itself is cheap as fuck that has like that's oh by the way that the number i just gave you is from investopedia whatever the hell that is how much is spent on candy each year yeah wild okay wow well this well, this this is taking a really wild turn. Um, I mean, everything I said is still true, 
Um, I'm, I, I, I guess, I, I guess the other half is just costumes and, and like decorations. Um, well, I mean, I guess they're, um, entertainment venues also are a big part of Halloween and stuff. I mean, movie, movie seasons are related to these. I mean, that what I'm saying, this is probably more money. This is just what people actually spend on stuff, but it's fascinating. How much candy does the average person eat on Halloween? Three cups of sugar, which is the equivalent to 220 sugar packets. Oh my God. What holiday consumes the most candy? Easter? That's what? what, what? Of eggs and chocolate? I mean, I guess that's more of a premium candy. The biggest items consumers spend money on. Other foods and gifts, clothing, and something like candy. Wait, but it says it says they spent the candy spent on Easter this year was less than three billion dollars, so that that wouldn't make that would still put it behind Halloween. Still, it's in the same ballpark as Halloween. Wow, I don't even know what to say now. Oh wait, let's. Reese's peanut butter cups is apparently the most popular candy on Halloween. Sorry. Wow. Oof. Wow. This is. That was a plot twist I didn't see coming. I mean, I. That still leaves me wondering what the fuck people are spending money on on Easter. Like. What? No, I'm serious. Like, what are people buying on Easter? Like, how much are baskets worth? Like, how much are baskets and eggs and, and, and like, egg kits worth? How much of that stuff? How much. How expensive is that stuff that it makes that. That fucking Easter makes more than Halloween. I don't understand because the amount spent on candy is about the same. What the fuck are you people doing on Easter? I thought Easter was the loser holiday. I've been spending my whole life going, uh, no one likes Easter. What somebody's spending fucking money on it. And I don't know what's going on there. That's. I mean, like, I could have guessed a lot of the... Well, I didn't see the Labor Day thing coming either. I guess they're just like... I guess we have Labor Day sales. That's got to be Labor Day sales. That's that's what that is about. Apparently, Labor Day sales are huge for our economy. Still, I'm... I am flabbergasted by this Easter thing. I mean, I... Like... Like, when you... Fa- like, for... Like, for even Valentine's Day. Like I was saying, you factor in, like people expensive dinners and like people staying in hotels that, that I guess I can see how that one gets up into the 20 billions. Cause you know, like some of the stuff you're doing on, on Valentine's day is going to be equivalent to how much you would spend on it for like Christmas. Um, except for, you know, just one person like Valentine's day could easily be like as expensive as buying your kid a video game console for Christmas one year. If you really want to get laid that Valentine's, so, like, I can get Valentine's Day, but I am absolutely fucking baffled by this Easter thing. Are there Easter sales? Is there some type of sale associated with Easter that I'm not aware of? I'm absolutely, absolutely, absolutely flabbergasted. I, I don't understand. Don't understand how Easter makes that much money. I also don't understand how Halloween doesn't make more money. I, it's so popular. Maybe it's popular in my area. Maybe I'm delusional. I've... I've totally been derailed by this information. The numbers are blowing my mind. I I don't know what to say now.
although it is worth noting that uh, Halloween candy sales are going to reach uh, Halloween spending will reach a record. This year's ten billion will be a record. Oh my God! Wait, what is this? Halloween candy sales stats for last year. We can look up the specific candies. Oh, oh, it's in pounds. Okay. Oh, it's by state. Okay. I'm going to finish my rant by just going through this with you all. Okay. Um, Alabama. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck up some of these states, I'm sure. Alabama, not the top candy sold in Alabama was Starburst, where it sold 109,000 pounds. Second place, Skittles, 103,000 pounds. Third place, Candy Corn, 89,000 pounds. Good God. Alaska, Sour Patch Kids, number one, 47 pounds. 4,700 pounds. Twix, 4,500 pounds. They buy a lot less candy in Alaska. Probably lower population. Milky Way's third place, 3,800 pounds. Arizona, hot tamales, 770,000 pounds of hot tamales. 742,000 pounds of Hershey's Kisses. And Snickers is in third place in Arizona with 698,000 pounds. By the way, those are not whole numbers. There's like some extra numbers, but I'm just going with the top numbers there. Jolly Ranch. Uh, let's see here. AR, that's, that's Arkansas, right? Jolly Ranchers is number one for Arkansas. Jesus. You have terrible taste in candy if Jolly Ranchers is your number one. Uh, where they, oh my God, they bought over 211,000 pounds of Jolly Ranchers. Second place, better choice, but, you know, connected to evil, it's the Butterfinger with 187,000 pounds of Butterfingers purchased in Arkansas. And then we have Skittles, it's candy. I mean, Skittles candy, it's just, I don't know why they had, I felt they had to add the word candy onto Skittles. Where they, in Arkansas, they bought, let's see here, 72,000 pounds of of skittles california reese's cup is number one shit is that 1.2 million pounds of reese's cups in california oh holy fuck is that 1 million pounds of skittles sorry 1.1 million pounds of skittles and 1.09 1.09 million pounds of M&Ms. Colorado. Hershey's Kisses is number one. And they sold, it looks like, uh, 119,000 pounds of Hershey's Kisses. Twix. 115,000 pounds of Twix were purchased in Colorado. And 98,000 pounds of Milky Ways. Moving on to Connecticut, or at least I assume that's what CT is. Number one in Connecticut, Almond Joys. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nerds. Uh, With uh, 2,800 pounds of 
of Almond Joys, 2,100 pounds of Milky Ways, and 1,800 pounds of M&M's. D.E. Delaware. I'm going to fuck up one of these states. I know it. Delaware loved the Skittles with 19,000 pounds purchased. Lifesavers is number two with 1,500 pounds purchased. Sour Patch Kids is in third place with 9,000 pounds. Almost 10. Florida, number one, is the Reese's Cup, something they have in common with California, apparently, uh, which I know they'll hate to know they have anything in common. They sold uh, 578,000 pounds of Reese's Cups to Florida. Skittles candy, also popular here. A lot of Americans love Skittles. In Florida, the Skittles, they sold over 510,000 pounds of Skittles. Starburst is in third place with 380,000 pounds sold. Georgia, Swedish fish is number one. (laughs) What? (laughs) Now we know what's wrong with Georgia. Uh, They, where they were, Swedish fish there. Holy shit. 136,000 pounds of Swedish fish are sold in Georgia. Jolly Ranchers is the number two. Good God, fuck this state. Uh, with a hundred and hundred and twelve thousand pounds sold there. Reese's Cups can't fault them for liking Reese's Cups. They're very popular. Eighty three thousand pounds, third place. All right, and uh, HI that's Hawaii, right? Uh, Hershey's mini bars are the most popular candy there, selling. 25,000 pounds on the islands. Skittles is number two with 24,000 pounds. Butterfingers, 19,000 pounds. Idaho. Starbursts is number one, selling 820. Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. 82,000 pounds in Idaho. It's not, I guess it's not a heavily populated state. Snickers candy is number two with 64,000 pounds sold. Wait, is it 64,000? Yeah, 64,000. And candy corn in number three. So now now at least you'll know what states are keeping candy corns going. 36,000 pounds in Idaho. Illinois, number one is Sour Patch Kids. 162,000 pounds sold. Kit Kats is number two. Solid choice. 126,000 pounds sold in Illinois. Starburst. 112,000 pounds, making it the third place. Uh, Let's see here. Indiana, Starburst is number one, 92,000 pounds. Hot Tamales is number two with 90,000 pounds. Jolly Ranchers in third place. Boo! 69,000 pounds. Iowa, number one is M&M's with... 64,000 pounds. Reese's Cups, number three, with 55... Wait, hold on. Yeah, 55,000 pounds of Reese's Cups are sold that were sold there last year. And 45,000 pounds of candy corn. A lot of states to blame for candy corn. I secretly like candy corn. It's not good, but I still like it. All right. Kansas... I'm going to fuck up the K. I believe it's can Yeah, it has to be Kansas. Because the next one has to be Kentucky. Kansas Reese's Cups. 215,000 pounds of Reese's Cups to Kansas. Kansas eats a lot of candy. 
M&M's, 201,000 pounds. Sour Patch Kids, 191,000 pounds. Sour Patch Kids, surprisingly more popular than I thought they were. Uh, Kentucky, Reese's Cups is number one, selling 69,000 pounds. Swedish Fish is number two. This is another state that likes Swedish Fish with 54,000 pounds. And Hot Tamales, once again, 35,000 pounds. Coming to Louisiana, the number one candy is Lemonheads. Interesting. With 115,000 pounds sold. Reese's Cups, 98,000 pounds. And Blow Pops, <laughs> 84,000 pounds. I blame all the rave culture and, and sexual depravity on that one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> These are jokes. All right. Emmy... Oh, I'm going to fuck up the M's. I know it. Emmy, I want to say that Emmy is... Uh, oh, my God. There's so many M's. No, MD is Maryland. M-E is... Uh, God. I think M-A is Massachusetts. M-E is... Fuck. Okay, I'm just going to say the letters. This is the section of America that fucks me up with their abbreviations. Emmy number one is Sour Patch Kids, 58,000 pounds. Starburst is number two with 46,000 pounds. Candy Corn, 11,000 pounds is number three. MD, which I'm confident is Maryland. Hershey's Kisses, 34,000 pounds. Reese's Cups is number two with 33,000 pounds. And Hershey's Mini Bars, number three, with 24,000 pounds. Hershey's Mini Bars. Some people really like those. M.A., which I want to say is Massachusetts, but that might be the M.E. Sour Patch Kids, 65,000 pounds. Butterfingers, 68,000 pounds. Double Bubble Gum, 44,000 pounds. M.I., which I'm confident is Minnesota. I hope. Starburst, 110,000 pounds. Candy Gorn, 98,000 pounds. And Skittles Candy, 95,000 pounds. MN, which I think is Maine. Tootsie Pop Candy, 181,000 pounds. Skittles, 168,000 pounds. And Hot Tamales, 130,000 pounds. MS, which I think is Mississippi. Three Miscuit Pier Bars is the number one candy here. Oh, that's fun. With 92,000 pounds sold. Snickers is number two with 89,000 pounds. And Butterfinger Candy, 76,000 pounds. They're a fan of the candy bar classics there. <laughs> Missouri, MO, I'm pretty sure it's Missouri. Milky Way Candy is number one with 44,000 pounds. Almond Joy is number two with 38,000 pounds. Hot Tamale, number three with 37,000 pounds. Hot Tamales are way more popular than I would have expected. Montana, confident that's what MT means. Double Bubble Gum, what, blowing my mind that there's a. That this is the first time I'm seeing Bubble Gum on here. Double Bubble Gum, 28,000 pounds. Twix, 24,000 pounds. M&M's Candy, 20,000 pounds. Nebraska, that is Nebraska. Any is Nebraska, right? You can't tell me. Wait. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it. Nebraska. Sour Patch Kids, 92,000 pounds. Saltwater Taffy, 81,000 pounds. Twix Candy Bar, 32,000 pounds. Nevada, Hershey's Kisses, 293,000 pounds. Hot Tamales, 259,000 pounds. And Candy Corn, another candy corn living state, 202,000 pounds of candy corn purchased. New Hampshire, M&M's. 65,000 pounds. Starburst, 55,000 pounds. Jolly Ranchers, 33,000 pounds. New Jersey, M&M Candies, 141,000 pounds. Tootsie Pops, 137,000 pounds. Skittles, 130,000 pounds. But slightly slightly less on the, the follow-up numerals. The in. Oh, wait. What am I talking about? All right. All right. New Mexico Jolly Ranchers, 75,000 pounds. Fuck. Why do people eat that? Candy corn, 70,000 pounds. Hershey's mini bars, 56,000 pounds. Wow. Jolly Ranchers and candy corns. What is wrong with New Mexico? Is this what meth does to a to a to a state? New York Sour Patch Kids. Popular, those are, they seem to be popular in big cities. Uh, well, states with, oh, wait, all states have big cities. What am I talking about? Sour Patch Kids, 138,000 pounds in New York. Hot Tamales, 129,000 pounds. Candy Corn, 60,000 pounds. That was a surprising drop off from the others. Surprising gap there between. New York must really like Sour Patch and Hot Tamales. Everything after that is just spread out, I guess. North Carolina, Reese's Cup, 83,000 pounds. Snickers Candy, number two, is 78,000 pounds. And M&M's is 75,000 pounds. North Dakota, Hot Tamales, 58,000 pounds. And number two is Jolly Ranchers with 52,000 pounds. Candy corn is in third place with 38,000 pounds. Ohio. Oh my. I made, I made, I made fun of Florida having, having blow pops in their top three. And what do you know? Ohio's number one candy is blow pops. 157,000 pounds here in Ohio. Cause we love blowing stuff. Technically, this is another gum, but it's also a, a lollipop. It's a dual candy. M&M is number two in Ohio, 148,000 pounds. Starburst is number three, 132,000 pounds. Oklahoma, number one is Skittles, 19,000 pounds. Double bubble gum, they're another gum state with 14,000 pounds. Snickers is number three. 12,000 pounds. Oregon, M&M's, is number one with 82,000 pounds. Reese's Cups is number two with 75,000 pounds. Candy Corn is number three with 55,000 pounds. Pennsylvania, Hershey's Mini Bars, this is not surprising, although it is surprising that Mini Bars apparently... Uh, Oh, wait, it's, these are Halloween candies. Of course, mini bars are going to be more popular. PA's number one is Hershey's Mini Bars, unsurprisingly, 239,000 pounds. M&M's number two, 
215,000 pounds. How many people live in PA? Skittles, 199,000 pounds. It's number three. It's in third place there. All right. Now we have to remember which one of our goddamn state starts with an I. Oh, Rhode Island. Duh. Uh, Twix is number one in Rhode Island, 15,000 pounds. M&M, 13,000 pounds at number two. And Candy Corn is number three with 9,000 pounds. <clears throat> South Carolina, number one is Butterfingers, 112,000 pounds of those. Skittles, number two, 108,000. Candy Corn, 80,000 pounds sold in South Carolina. South Dakota's number one is Starbursts with 23,000 pounds. Jolly Ranchers, 22,000 pounds. And Candy Corn in third place with 12,000 pounds. Tennessee. Tootsie Pops are number one in Tennessee, 54,000 pounds. Number two is Skittles, 49,000 pounds. Oh, here's a fun one. First time we're seeing on the list. Tennessee's number three is Saltwater Taffy. 31,000 pounds of it. Texas's number one is Starburst, with 916,000 pounds of it being purchased. Reese's Cups, 880,000 pounds purchased. And Sour Patch Kids, 610,000 pounds purchased. Utah, number one is Tootsie Pops, which seems appropriate with, oh man, for a state that small, they Buying a lot of candy. Tootsie Pops, 405,000 pounds. Jolly Ranchers, that is astronomical compared to some of these other states. Jolly Ranchers, 294 pounds of Jolly Ranchers. Fucking Mormons and their hard candy. Good God. They're to blame for the Jolly Ranchers. Candy Corn, 239,000 pounds <laughs> were purchased in Utah. Wow, if you hate candy corn, blame Utah. Man, Utah buys... Is Utah have a much higher population than I would originally assume? Vermont, Skittles is number one with 31,000 pounds sold. I mean, purchased. I don't know how it goes. M&M's is 23,000 pounds. And Milky Way in third, bringing up third place with 18,000 pounds. Virginia... Number one is Hot Tamales, 155,000 pounds. Snickers, number two, 152,000 pounds. And Tootsie Pops, 102,000 pounds. D.C., oh, I guess we're getting 51 on here. D.C.'s number one candy is M&M's with 25,000 pounds. Tootsie Pops in number two with 22,000 pounds. And Blow Pops in third, <laughs> 17,000 pounds. Washington. Tootsie Pops is number one, 186,000 pounds of it. Okay, this is this is actually the biggest stage for saltwater taffy. Taffy at 163,000 pounds of it. Skittles in number in a distant third with 85,000 pounds. West Virginia's number one is Hershey's Mini Bars, 35,000 pounds. Blow Pops is number two. With 34,000 pounds. And Hershey's Mini Bar... Wait, what? Wait, what? That doesn't... Hershey's Mini Bars is number two and number three in West Virginia? That doesn't... That doesn't make any sense. I don't... I don't understand. 
but it's it, supposedly it is also number two with 29,000 pounds. <laughs> okay, so there's clearly something wonky going on there. Okay, we're on to Wisconsin. We're almost done. Bear with me. Butterfingers, 103,000 pounds. Wisconsin, Starburst Candy, 101,000 pounds. And in third place, Hot Tamales, 78,000 pounds. The final state, of course, is Reese's, uh, sorry, Wyoming. Reese's Cups candy, 28, I'm sorry, 24,000 pounds of Reese's Cups sold in Wyoming. Number two is is Saltwater Taffy, 29, I'm sorry, 22,000 pounds. And third place in Wyoming is Double Bubble Gum, 17,000 pounds. You know, I, this has been some fascinating learning. I went down a rabbit hole here on Halloween spending. Uh, I feel like I had a point in the beginning and now I don't. Uh, I hope you have fun. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed any of this, please, uh, please reciprocate positively wherever you get your podcasts, whether that means subscribing or liking or following or leaving a review or dropping some stars or some thumbs up or some whatever, wherever you are listening to this, please do that shit. Help me get out there. Also feel free to share this podcast. You can contact me by emailing the show at rubenuncut at gmail.com or you can go to anchor FM Ruben dash Ryan and leave me a voicemail, a voice message there. I think they can only be a minute long. All right. Thank you for listening. Happy Halloween, bitches. Bitches that I love and respect. Well, how the costumes do this year? Well, sir, they all did very well. Um, they all did very well. Um, there was a slight problem with the cupcake costume. Oh, not so. Did people not buy it? Oh, no, people bought it a lot, but uh, we're now facing a class action lawsuit uh, for women who were in hospitalized with hypothermia.